You're listening to episode 11 of the Bookcast for Dwell, an Advent study in liturgy. This bookcast has been designed to give you another way to engage with the content of the book. Hi, my name is Rachel Fahrenbach. I'm the author of Dwell and your host for these episodes. We're going to continue with week two, day two, and we're dwelling on scripture. At this time, I'm going to ask you to pause the bookcast, pull out your Bible or go to BibleGateway.com and read or listen to Exodus 20, verse 1 through 21 and Deuteronomy chapter 5. When you're done, go ahead and come back here. And we're going to consider a few things before rereading these passages. All right, now that you've read those passages, I want to give you a couple things to consider before I ask you to read them again. The Ten Commandments are pretty well covered in children's church. Keeping it simple for little minds, these commands are often taught as a list of to-dos to be memorized. Unfortunately, we bring this mindset into adulthood, treating this list as a way to be moral instead of a contract between God and Israel the terms and conditions for establishing Israel as a beacon of hope and peace in the darkness of the world. As you read these two passages, I want you to note how they vary just slightly. It is important to understand that they are written in two different contexts for two different purposes. The one, Exodus, is to document the historic act of deliverance and covenant making. And the other, Deuteronomy, is to review, instruct, and encourage a new generation regarding the covenant before they enter the promised land. As you read, consider how Moses speaks to Israel in Deuteronomy as if they were there at Mount Sinai when the Ten Commandments were first issued. Why do you think he does this? How does it correlate to the statement of God's character in Exodus 20, verse 5 and 6, and Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 9 through 10? I want you to consider how God identifies himself as Redeemer before issuing the commands. This is not an arbitrary list of morals, but what is to be true because of God's character as the supreme authority of creation. As you read the two accounts of what happened after the commandments were given, consider how the Israelites had a healthy fear of the power of God's presence, although they did miss out on a merciful invitation to draw near, and how God ties this level of respect to the abundant life that flows from following his commands. Okay, at this time, go ahead and reread those two passages with those things in mind. Thank you for joining me today as we dwelled on scripture. Join me tomorrow as we continue to dwell with God this Advent season. 